Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. It is December the 21st, four days before Christmas, um, and we have some breaking news for all of you. And this is something that we originally were telling you guys about back in March uh, in February timeframe when the COVID relief packages were coming out and um, we uh, did everything in our power to get as many of you who would listen to seriously consider taking advantage of a PPP loan. Um, and there are some other programs available through the SBA as well. We have that information on our website um, and all that information um, saved. I think a lot of you it saved your businesses, uh, quite frankly. A lot of you wouldn't have stayed in business because you weren't financially prepared for essentially a closing down the economy that happened after that. Now, of course, we know that the housing market in particular came roaring back, um, but here we are today. And I'm really so grateful that so many of you were able to take advantage of the various government programs. And uh, I think it's one of those things that will go into our own personal business history is one of our proudest moments being able to help so many of you and all the emails and all the texts and all the just different ways of uh, that all of you have shown gratitude who are listening to us back when the covid uh, pandemic started and when these government programs started coming out and we went in and deciphered and decoded how you can go about taking advantage of those programs as a small business owner um, and uh, we're going to do that now because there's a second covid relief package that just uh, got passed. And we're going to go through this. Julie and I are going to go through this point by point. We're going to skip over the things that aren't directly relevant to you, but the ones that, that are relevant to you, you need to be really taking good notes because what happened before is when we started telling people about how they could um, get these PPP loans, which were in essence forgivable grants, you had to follow really basic criteria and the loan would be turned into a grant. You wouldn't have to pay the money back. Um, well, the same thing is going to happen this time around. And so we're going to go through based on the best information we have and a, ch a special shout out to Janet, one of our staff reporters for our main website, timandjulieharris.com for assembling all this content for us. And if you want the exact notes that Julie and I are using, go to timandjulieharris.com. And like I said, Janet spent a lot of time uh, breaking this down into micro points so we can deliver it to you guys and um, easily understood. Well, as much as you can translate governmental gobbledygook. All right. So yeah. go ahead and take point. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and take notes. Uh, and really, we're going to talk about a lot of the things that you need to know about for the sake of your own real estate practice. All right. So Julie, you want to just go through yeah, and so read the... start right here. Um, yes, that's fine. Okay. Because it's just reiterating. Yep. All right. So this package totals nearly $900 billion. To include $600 direct payments to qualifying Americans, we'll tell you in a second what it means to be a qualifying American to get $600 checks, a $300 boost in unemployment benefits, and funding for small business aid and vaccine distribution. Okay, so this is the second package. The first one we brought to you, as Tim said, back in March, that was called the CARES Act. If you don't know what that is and you haven't taken advantage or you really did matter. and you have to send in your documentation, make sure you know what the CARES Act was about. Yeah, that was $2 trillion from the CARES yeah. Act. Okay, and this is $900 billion. So, you know, half the size, but still a significant um, opportunity, especially when we get to the specific parameters of the PPP loans. Yes. Okay, so here's what we know so far. Uh, the first thing is direct stimulus payments of $600 to adults earning up to $75,000 a year. That's what it means to be qualified to get that $600. I believe they're going to probably base it on tax returns. Yep. 
next is revived lapsed supplemental federal unemployment benefits at 300 a week for 11 weeks. So let's hover there. Now, maybe that doesn't re- isn't relevant to you because you're not a federal employee, but you might have clients that are. So take this information and share this information with them so that they can know what to expect. Because the way these bills get passed is they get passed and then it takes great staff reporters like Janet to go and parse through all the content and pull out the salient points. It's a lot of work. There's no just summary pages of these bills when they get well, passed. the CARES Act was... I- Hundreds of pages. I know. And, they and were, all their good real estate stuff was at the end, of course. Right. And they were going through it like on a regular basis and updating specifically the PPP <laughs> stuff. Exhausting. But really, again, we're, so I'll read the next few points. But here's what's, again, I want you to really focus here. Chances are all of you will qualify for a PPP loan. You decide whether or not you're going to apply for one. And um, the loans, for the most part, if you met minimum criteria, you had to use, I don't remember the exact rules, but you had to use, I think, what was it, Julie, 75% of the loan? Uh, towards payroll, in essence, yes. even if it was your own payroll and you didn't have to pay it back. Yep. Yep. Something like that. We're not experts at this. And We're you just... don't have to like have yourself on an official payroll. You don't have to be paying yourself, say, through paychecks or right. You You can be the only person that you're paying. Yep. So don't get tangled up in that. You probably, uh, you definitely qualify. One and, or the other. and furthermore, you could do this as a independent contractor, at least in the right. first round of stimulus. And we're going to read through her notes to see if they define what that is. But like that means an agent that does not have a corporation that's getting paid through their social security number would still be able to get a PPP loan. And those of you who did get PPP loans, Julie mentioned this twice before, and I see the, um, yep. you have to basically be applying to have the loan forgiven. Um, I'll and, tell you the, the number of it. It's PPP loan forgiveness application form. Form 3508S, like Sam. And most of you guys have been emailed that by whoever provided that loan. The lender is circulating this. Might look a little bit different, but that's the name of the form. Right. And for the most part, most of the PPP loans were at least uh, $25,000. I forget the formula for figuring it out, but that's where most of these loans, which became grants, were. So small business owners, agents, pay attention. All right, so let's go through some of these that aren't directly relevant, but continue to expand federal payments unspecified for gig workers and freelancers for extend uh, payments to workers whose benefits have expired. Um, more than that next point is more than $284 billion for businesses. That's what we are assuming. Oh, here it is, next point. Revival of the Paycheck Protection Program and expand its eligibility include, this is kind of a funny list, nonprofits, local newspapers, radio and Janet actually said, it specifically said TV broadcasters. What the hell? That's an interesting add-on, isn't it? So a TV broadcaster got a bond for the PPP loan. Uh, okay. There's no collision between the uh, media no. and government. No, no, no. no, no. Moving on. Oh, my Next point, allocation of $15 billion for personal venue. Per- performance. Per- performance venues. venues, right. Independent theaters, other cultural institutions. Uh, next point, billion. Well, that's kind of a, I mean, most theaters were yeah. shut down by the yeah, government. Yeah, that so. seems Pretty good. Billi- billions unspecified for testing, tracing, and vaccine distribution. Next point. $82 billion for colleges and schools. You can pick it up. It's okay. $7 billion for broadband access. That's interesting. $13 billion for nutritional assistance. $25 billion in rental assistance. Now, again, this was unspecified about owner assistance. What does rental assistance mean? They're going to be more detailed as this rolls out. And we're going to find out and let you know, of course. Um, unspecified. This is all stuff that affects you guys. Unspecified agreement to extend eviction moratorium set to expire at the end of December. So that's going to be extended. We don't know how far. We don't know what the rules are. But this probably affects some of you as um, 
you know, rental property owners as well as, you know, the people you're allowed to evict or not evict. And maybe you have um, people that you sold rental properties to, and maybe this was the straw that finally breaks the camel's back, and they want to turn that rental property into a, a new listing for you. So open your mind to the opportunities that I'm um, changing, um, you know, this bill is going to present. Mm-hmm. Ban on surprise medical bills from out-of-network health providers, hospitals, and doctors now need to settle up with health insurers. I don't know what that means. I'm glad I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. So, next point, simplica- simplification. <laughs> this is funny given the next few words. <laughs> simplification of gov- a federal government student financial aid uh, forum, free application for federal student aid, FASA, and expand a federal Pell Grant program to low-income students and reversing ban on extending such grants to prisoners pursuing degrees while imprisoned. Okay. This is just a little bit of everything, isn't it? Okay. So in other words, basically, they're going to allow prisoners in prison to get federal-backed grants so they can get their college educations. Not passing judgment or saying anything. Just, just think, think that's an interesting little add-on considering this is a COVID relief bill, but moving on. Next point. Forgiveness of $1 billion in federal loans to historically black colleges and universities. Moving on, deal okay. deals unspecified to counter climate change and promote clean energy, the first such legislation in over a decade. Okay, so this is a little bit nebulous, covering a lot of different topics and factors, but the fact is that they have put together a new COVID relief package. I'm not even sure what this one is going to be named. <laughs> we you have know, it on like our we website. We had the CARES Act before, but this is deal number two, um, the $900 billion deal, so somewhere it's... What really the what the big is. takeaways from a sort of macro perspective? It's just it's called a second COVID relief package. They don't have a fancy for name for it yet. Yeah. Um, but the big takeaway is that money printing continues, and this is nine hundred billion dollars that will be injected into the economy, given to people, given to institutions, and that money is going to inevitably. Um, you know, it's going to continue to inflate a lot of values of things, which inflate as an in inflation, which means that real estate will continue to inflate. And these and the market pro- will stay hot. Probably. Right. Definitely. And these programs aren't going to stop. Um, you're going to see more of this. You can call it what you want to stimulus, essentially money from the government. It's going to continue. They can't stop because if they are to ever uh, pull back on the money printing, then the economy, pretty much the entire segment, let's think of it this way, guys. If all of a sudden the government said, let's just let interest rates go up to 5 or 6%, what would happen to your market, right? What would happen to home equity? If all of a sudden the lending st- standards went through the roof and the interest rates went up, then what would happen? So you get the point. At this point, the government's going to have to continue to provide um, all kinds of aid for pretty much every sector of the economy. And there's no end to it. And it's, this started back in 2007, 2008, and it's continued in one iteration or another. Is what it is. And uh, it's not our place to judge or be political. It's not our place to even have much of an opinion. What our role is and what your role is to understand the ramifications of all this to your real estate practice. And again, think about it in terms of this information we just gave you. How are you going to share that with all of your real estate customers? How about how many of your real estate customers are self-employed themselves that would want to get a PPP loan? Why don't you think of a way to maybe share this PPP information with them, Paycheck Protection Program information with your uh, centers of influence and past clients, all of them, and maybe they're not self-employed, but maybe they know somebody that is. You're now all of a sudden delivering a really valuable piece of information that could, for many people, be the difference between financial oblivion and keeping themselves afloat for a few months more. Well, we've spent a lot of time over the past podcast when we were doing the treasure map talking about the value of talking to your past clients, your center of influence, your database, and what do they usually say? Well, gosh, I just feel like 
like I run out of material. What am I supposed to talk to him <laughs> yeah. about? Well, I mean, talk about bringing something of value. This is pretty amazing, right? So you have uh, how it affects the PPP. You've got how it affects housing. And probably a lot of your clients and past clients have kids in college. The student loan thing affects them. Yep. Um, some of your clients were or are involved in either hospitality or entertainment, stuff like that. They're affected. And then some of them are going to um, maybe qualify for that $600 Check. Well, so you've got most so of America money. will. Most, most of America, America will. And yeah. here's the thing: you be the one providing that valuable information. You get a copy of this when it gets official, and well, you it's know, on we're our website. Provide it to you. You can provide it to them, and then of course, wish them a Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday. That's got value. So just go to timandjulieharris.com. It's the article name is "At Long Last: A Second COVID Relief Package." Um, we're going to keep today's show brief because it's Christmas week, and Julie and I have Christmasing to do. Um, okay. Now remember, yes. if you've not downloaded your real estate treasure map, your twenty one, uh, your twenty twenty one business plan, we've made it super simple for you. Just text twenty twenty one to eight five five six eight five ten forty five. Text 2021 to 855 685 1045. Yes, I want you to do this urgently. Text 2021 to 855 685 1045. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link. And with that link, you're going to then be able to download the real estate treasure map, your 12 month lead generation uh, plan, uh, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, all sorts of, you know, really great stuff that is perfect for you to be employing and adding to your business and per personal life this time of year. Now, I want to really emphasize this, and please remember what I'm telling you. When the information comes available, how you're going to go about applying for a PPP loan. Julie and I will give you the parameters. I'm pretty sure every one of you will qualify. You're going to have to decide whether or not you want to do it or not. There are some people that have a lot of consternation about that, and they waited maybe a week or two long, too long, and the last round of PPP was gone. It, actually, there was two previous rounds, and the money got sucked up urgently. Well, Julie and I uh, spent a lot of time um, back in February, March, discovering which banks, basically, were the best lending institutions to go to, and I'm going to tell you right now what all of you should do. Uh, it turned out that your local bank, especially if it was a big national bank, wasn't necessarily the greatest source for you to go to for your PPP loan. PayPal was. So if you don't have a PayPal account, go set up a PayPal account. Google right now PayPal PPP SBA loan and then get started on that. Get first in line. We suspect that the way the banks are going to do this um, this time around is they're going to go to everyone who's previously applied for a PPP loan that didn't get it. And then they're going to go to people that have applied and did get it. And the reason that they're going to do that is because in both cases, they're going to already have the paperwork and it's going to be less work for the bank. So if you applied and you had all your Mickey Mouse in for the last round, but you waited too long, um, the bank still has your paperwork and they're probably going to ping you and say, uh, you're available, you know, we can get this done for you. Now, as we advised you last time around, we're going to say the same thing this time around. Make sure you're applying at multiple banks and you can't get multiple SP or, uh, PPP loans. It's whichever bank basically grabs your information first and you then get it Once assigned. Once you're approved with a file number, then you're in the system and none of the other ones will be approved. Right. So don't just apply to, for example, Wells Fargo or don't just apply to Bank of America. Do apply to those banks if that's where you do your private banking, but also apply to uh, pay or to PayPal, and we're going to this PayPal's a bank, and we're going to tell you as we learn more places that you can apply that will get your loan approved the quickest. Because remember, if it works out the same way it did the first two times, it's not really it's a loan, but then it's a forgivable loan with meeting very easy to um, hit requirements. So this is something that all of you should consider doing, assuming you're eligible. And remember, this is not credit based. It's not ratio based. This is not like getting a mortgage. This is probably a ten minute application. Yep. You're going to upload some tax information or your social security number. There's another thing that agents and our listeners freak out about sometimes. 
they're not always comfortable forking over their social security number. They think it's going to hurt their credit. It's not. They're right. just doing an identity check to know who and where to send the check. They're matching addresses up. So don't worry when that happens. Yep. So there it is, guys. And we're going to post this information now. Uh, do use this information as a maybe a Christmas present or at least a, a potentially a bit of good news for all your centers of influence and past clients, your friends, your fellow agents. Share with your fellow agents this podcast. Please forward it to them. And if you have not yet done so, download your 2021 business plan, your fill-in-the-blank business plan. Just text 2021 to 855 685 What's the rest of it, Julie? 1045. All right. We'll talk with you guys tomorrow on the show. If you need us for anything, as always, you can text me directly at 512-758-0206. We're doing an abbreviated show today because this is Christmas week and we want to try to go out and actually, you know, do a little Christmas thing. God bless all of you. Have a great day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Редактор субтитров А.Семкин Корректор А.Егорова